Mr. Miyagi, you're more important than college. You're more important than anything to me. I mean, you know, when I need you, you're always there for me. I just, I, I really want to go, and if it's okay with you, I, I'd like to go. Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two very expensive minutes at a time. I'm Robin. <laughs> I'm Matt. I will and, be the man who will fight for your honor. <laughs> and who is that? Is that Peter Cetera? <laughs> oh, but close. Hi, I'm Derek. Derek, you are originally from Chicago, right? <laughs> <laughs> 25 or 64, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, well, the search is over. Uh, today we are <laughs> talking about minutes 20 to 22 of The Karate Kid Part 2. They begin with Daniel trying to spy and end with, end with uh, Miyagi trying to fly. Uh, we left off on Monday with like Miyagi it. packing. Thank you. And <laughs> Daniel is <laughs> off to help his mom. But at the beginning of the segment, he stops for a moment before he leaves. And it looks like he has something more he wants to ask. And I, I'm thinking right here. I kind of tease my thoughts before in, mm -hmm. on Monday's show. But I'm thinking right here is where he's like, I, I think I want to I go. And I'm going to ask Mr. Miyagi right now if I want to go, if, if he'd like me to come. But... And he'll say no. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe he's uh, he's like, you know, well, actually, he kind of looks it looks in again. And Miyagi's just looking at those photo, old photos and then kind of drops them to his side and sighs. So I think Daniel seeing this is like, I don't need to ask. He needs me, <laughs> you know, and uh, uh, I, I, I also thought of. Uh, how how Miyagi is like that act of kind of dropping those photos to his side and sighing is he's just like I guess I gotta go back <laughs> this is I gonna have to deal with all this this one I thought I was out just <laughs> pull back in I love how Daniel though you're talking about him you know that kind of hesitation him looking back in the doorway and him look back I love how it becomes instead of asking permission it becomes begging forgiveness like I'm coming anyway. <laughs> Young Miyagi's like this uh, uh, sowing. This is great. Old Miyagi reaping. Oh, what the hell? This sucks. <laughs> uh, that should be made into a meme. And <laughs> yes, I totally didn't steal it from a meme. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we cut to the next day, and we see a white taxi is here for Miyagi. This is the Valley Cab Company. Uh, just so you know, doesn't exist. Uh, there is a Valley Best taxi uh, in, that, in that area, but no Valley Cab Company. Well, not now, but you don't know there wasn't then, do you? I feel lied to. The internet uh, would, would, would definitely inform me and like, would just be like, okay, this is the first page of the Google search results. May I inform you that back in 85... <laughs> yeah, the, in 85, they're going to tell you about a defunct cat company that does no longer exists. I mean, you could check with the Better Business Bureau. But... <laughs> their uh, their Lycos uh, website <laughs> is still up. <laughs> I don't know what's in the... GeoCities. I've been using Alta Vista. What? Where are these people? <laughs> uh, so... I noted that the, the cab is white, and that was like, oh, I should find out why are taxis yellow? <laughs> so guess what? I found an article on time. Is that just a it. New York thing? Uh, actually, in the 60s, uh, there were regulations uh, for New York City cabs to all be yellow. Uh, 
just so there's no confusion or maybe they stand out better. But they're the origins of the yellow taxi uh, and taxis in general go back much farther. Uh, back to uh, 15th century Italy. Now, this is this oh, may be oh, just be fo- folklore. So, you did that? not before cars, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. But there were carriages. Oh. <laughs> now, Francisco, Italian rickshaws. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Francisco Tasso uh, reformed the postal service uh, in Italy, and one of the reforms was to make all postal delivery vehicles yellow. So uh, the reason why was because yellow, the color yellow would uh, avoid any political affiliations and not offend anybody. (laughs) And I was like, that probably could work today. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't remember that in five seasons of Taxi. (laughs) Yes. Oh, we'll get to that. Thank you. Put put a little uh, post-it note there. <laughs> uh, the etymology of taxi. Uh, taxi is actually Greek for payment, and so the meter in taxis are actually short for taximeter. Uh, and uh, and so taxi cab is putting the words for taximeter and cabriolet uh, together. Uh, so when Henry Allen who imported taxi cabs from London. Uh, he saw that they were, it, the London taxis were all black. Uh, so he made them, when they went to New York, uh, at least the ones he imported, yellow, because he thought they're more striking and easier to spot. So good information. Hmm. Uh, we all learned something. Thank you. Will we retain it is the, is the, no. the question. <laughs> oh, I've got so much more information for you. Uh, this taxi driver. So definitely not. <laughs> you get one, everybody gets one nugget of information from this. And the rest this taxi driver is a little, little snippy. I thought, you know. Yeah, I thought it was funny. He's like, you, Tabs, you're cutting it close. What does he say? You're yeah. cutting it close, yeah. or like that. And then Miyagi gets in, and he's like, airport. And it is like, yeah. what? How didn't he know? Why else? Yeah. Cutting it close. <laughs> Well, I assume he's like, I need a ride to the airport. Come pick me up at such and such time. Yeah. Yeah, but why did he have to say airport if the taxi driver already knew where he was going? Well, he said go airport. I don't know. He was saying, (laughs) should he have just gotten in when go? (laughs) Okay, we can go. (laughs) My friend has sufficiently broke my heart. I was, uh, yeah, right. I, I was. Uh, they're waiting on him. It breaks my heart. They're just looking out. That he lets out that sigh, like he's not. I coming. know. He's. Got, he seems to have watery eyes too. Who's gonna water the plants? <laughs> Who can I call? But yes. has Daniel not shown up because he wants to surprise him, or because he's like rushing to get his passport and all that? I assume he's got a lot to do between that previous night and the next day. I mean, yeah. it is six p.m., but still, yeah. it's a lot. Now, in your research, Robin, how quickly could you get a, a passport in 1985? Uh, they already answered that question in a previous scene where Miyagi said, Daniel's, Daniel notes when Miyagi gets a passport to go to uh, Japan, that if you have a ticket for the next day, you can have a passport the next day. That's right. <laughs> I just wondered about him being underage. but <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. And uh, I... I, I it, Obviously, things were a lot less uh, restricted. I've got some good stuff on, about that on Friday. Yeah, Daniel didn't <laughs> even go through security. He just walked right, right up. Yeah, he walked right out to the tarmac. <laughs> but uh, uh, back to this cab driver. Um, 
I, I felt like at first when he's like, you're cutting it pretty close, mister. And he's kind of like rolling his eyes a little bit and chewing his gum. And I was like, boy, this guy. Uh, but maybe he's just sick and tired of like bringing people to the airport and then being late for their plane and then blaming it on him. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> you're on the meter, dude. Just sit there and be quiet. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You're getting paid. Uh, the cab driver is played by Evan James, uh, otherwise known as Evan Malmuth. That's uh, who that, that was. <laughs> Did you? Are you making a joke? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for ruining it. <laughs> well, I was asking because this, the name Malmuth might sound familiar. Uh, uh, Matt, do you, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Or I don't recall any Malmuths. The the previous Malmuth we talked about was Bruce Malmuth. The Newark Malmuth. Is that like the announcer or something? <laughs> yes, the All oh. Valley Tournament announcer, Bruce Malmuth. And this guy's related or no? It's his son. Oh. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Evan James is now known as Evan Bullet James. Mm-hmm. Uh he got that nickname after being the star of the A&E reality series, The Extractors. Uh, so after being a, uh, a cocaine addict that was literally living in a gas station bathroom uh, a year or two after filming this scene, uh, Evan got himself sobered up and started specializing in uh, intervention services and founded a universal crisis intervention uh, company and on this show, he specialized in his own extreme intervention. So, like regular interventions, like a like if you're like being therapeutic, you get a bunch of people together and like we we're concerned about you. <laughs> extreme intervention is like bullet here, leading his team into like drug dens and extracting people that uh, and shooting have- everyone there. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's I know, where exactly. the bullet comes from. This, I'm a, I, yeah, this this whole description does not exactly explain the word bullet to where that comes from. Yeah. Send in an extraction team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I good for him, and I, uh, you know, I appreciate that. But my God, the twelve steps program to go through and apologize to all those people they took to the airport and were rude to. It's just <laughs> list. Start with Miyagi and work your way down. But right, right. Hey, I'm sorry. And, I, I was really rude to you one time when I took you to Okinawa, <laughs> the airport to go to Okinawa. I mean, I was impatient, but it's like, you know, I'm just so used to people yelling at me. <laughs> I just want you to make your flight, man. I'm the good guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm really fast to get people there, but that's why they call me Bullet. <laughs> uh, so here we go with the thing that I was referencing earlier. Since Pat Morita first got famous as Arnold on Happy Days, it got me thinking of other 70s sitcoms, which, and, and of course, the one that's coming to mind now is Taxi. Yeah, so yeah. instead of this guy, instead of Bullet, which cast member from Taxi would you most want to see Mr. Miyagi uh, get a ride from to the airport and have, like, a conversation with? Reverend Jim Ignatowski. Is that even a question? <laughs> Can you imagine Miyagi talking to Ignatowski? <laughs> is that Christopher Lloyd? That's the only That's character I know. Yeah. Yeah. I have a list. I have a list here for you, Matt. Just in case. Yeah, I figured uh, Matt might. Uh, I knew Derek could immediately like. Okay, which one of these? Um, all right. So we have Alex played by Judd Hirsch. We have Bobby played by Jeff Conaway. Elaine played by Mary Lou Hunter. Uh, Tony played by Tony Danza. Latka 
played by Andy Kaufman and, of course, Reverend Jim. Now, Latka, of course, was a mechanic, but I believe he was driving cabs by the end, right? He, he did a few times. He had his moment. Okay. <laughs> Let's throw Tony Danza a bone. All right. Tony. Now, now we'll give you that because Tony was also a fighter. He was a boxer. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a little yeah. conversation the two can have there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was... <laughs> I was definitely thinking it would be very hilarious to see. Of, of course, um, uh, sorry, I was, let me finish my sentence. I was thinking it was, uh, it'd be hilarious to see uh, Reverend Jim giving uh, Mr. Miyagi a ride. But I did recently uh, rewatch uh, Independence Day. And I think one of my most joyous scenes was, is just Judd Hirsch and Jeff Goldblum driving to the White House and arguing back and forth. So... <laughs> Maybe that character of Judd Hirsch <laughs> giving Miyagi a ride. And that was pretty much Alex, just years later, Alex. <laughs> I, I, Judd Hirsch was the only reason I didn't turn off the sequel to Independence. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah. The worst sequel ever made. I don't even remember it. <laughs> Good. I saw it in the theater. That I, I don't remember it. Um, all right, so we now go to the airport gate where Miyagi is greeted by a flight attendant. And this flight attendant, um, well, she is playing the character stewardess, but I like to call her flight attendant. This is uh, Lee Arnone. Uh, she had bit parts in Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Miniac Cop, and uh, Star Trek Insurrection. She had a deleted scene uh, as a librarian that gives Riker and Troy the evil eye. So... She's she's good at this. <laughs> Were they canoodling in the library? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I was literally looking up somebody today that was in something and had a background part in Star Trek Insurrection. So that's really great. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> uh, the guy who played, and it doesn't matter, the guy who played Lucy Lucille Ball's son-in-law in one of her later shows, mm-hmm. uh, he was... That was his other role was a engineer or something in Star Trek Insurrection. So that's very random. Now there's a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So she tells him uh, he's going to be in seat 32B and enjoy the flight. And I, I just thought that this, that was kind of cool. They, they remembered he was in seat 32B when we see them on the plane later because he's sitting in the middle seat. <laughs> so... Uh, continuity is awesome in this movie. Okay. Uh, um, so suddenly around the corner comes Daniel with a suitcase in his hand. Um, say, I'm coming with you. And, uh, my mom says it's okay. As long as it's okay with you. So yeah, it seems that he left Mr. Miyagi's house the previous night, talked to his mother into letting him go, uh, got up the early next morning. And using his morning. savings. Yeah, withdrew all his savings, uh, bought a ticket, then went to get the get a passport all in like one day. It's actually a much darker movie than you realize. Daniel killed his mother, stole the. <laughs> oh my god! Well, we do see her at the beginning of part three, so I'm not going to believe you. I'm not going to believe that. Um, uh, so yeah, hallucination Daniel's having <laughs> guilt. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, he's also uh, used to making people wait for him out next to cab- cabs. It's just just a quick shot of Lucille standing next to a cab going, where is that boy? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yeah, he Miyagi is concerned about the money that Daniel spent, and he said, "Nope, it, uh, it's it's uh, I'm going to make it back in uh, six months." <laughs> so I guess flights in the '80s were apparently pretty expensive. I mean, I'm sure international flights were even more expensive. Um, and just the, the idea that you could spend the savings for a college tuition on one round trip flight. I mean, wow. I'm assuming Daniel paid for round trip. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that just seems like a lot of money. So, yeah. I mean, was it Life just still very save? expensive? Maybe his yeah. savings just weren't that big. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, college wasn't that expensive, but what does he say that he's going to, uh, he says he could go six months later, right? Right. I'm going to get back, get a job, and I'll go six months late. Um, and, th- and then Miyagi says that jobs are very hard to find. And so, yeah, I looked that up. In uh, the early 80s, there were in a, there was a economic recession. Um, and uh, it was an energy crisis. Oil prices uh, rose because of the Iranian revolution. So um, I think by the time this movie came out that, you know, the country was, uh, the recession wasn't as bad. So, but yeah, that's probably why Miyagi has that mentality. Like, well, I don't know if you're going to be able to find a job. A flight from New York to Amsterdam in 1985 in, in today's money. So, mm. so adjusted for inflation for 2021 would be $4,168 and 55 cents. What? Yeah, that's a lot of money. So maybe two grand, mm-hmm. twenty five hundred. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the flight. Yeah, I, I, just, I, just, is... I just showed up and been like, Miyagi, you're paying me back, right? You're. <laughs> you, you got this. Got this. <laughs> and I'm, kind I'm of, on his tab. I'm, I'm doing you a favor. I'm you got not... this on your handyman salary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like. I, I'm assuming that um, Miyagi had a, a ticket sent to him because, like, immediately he goes to the passport office. So he has a he has a flight already paid for him. That that's what I assume. They don't specifically say that, but like when the enemy when the in, that's a power move when the enemy sends you a, a ticket. <laughs> that that that's a power move. Well, actually, it was UKA that sent him <laughs> a ticket. Um, Sato and you. Get to- <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if, yeah, if, Dan- if it was Sato, it would be a one-way ticket. <laughs> <laughs> he will not be returning. <laughs> That's a good impression. I'm working on my Sato for this season. Uh, don't right. work too hard because I'm pretty sure it's racist. <laughs> Darn it! Well, I think I think Danny Kana Kona. I have I. We haven't gotten to his scenes yet, so I haven't committed the pronunciation of his uh, his name to memory. But I think he's putting on an accent. So does that? Mm. Yeah, he is. It's but still... I mean, it's yeah. so stereotypical. Anyway, yeah, we're not yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, just Sato has got such like a memorable voice, though. I I don't know. All right, I'll keep it for off the podcast, <laughs> just in case. I don't want to offend anybody. Um. All right. So yeah, Daniel makes a speech to Miyagi, telling him essentially he's more important than anything. Even even college, and I mean I'm assuming he's implying his mother too. He's more important than anybody. Uh, but yeah, it's sweet. It's like you know you're always there for me, and uh, that you know if it's okay, he'd like to go. So, um, what do you guys think? 
It's a very sweet scene. It's a it sweet scene. scene. I don't know where the, the flight attendant gets off. <laughs> they're, they're, you're they're, go the gate. I got a ticket, lady. You're not telling me what to do. Yeah. Her friendship is my favorite part of the, the series, just like uh, Marty and Doc's relationship is my favorite part of Back to the Future. I just, I just, about I just love man, seeing, old seeing, man. Uh, seeing an older man and a younger man bond in a platonic way, like right. being a, a father, surrogate father figure for a, for a youth. It's, well, it's what, very sweet. I mean, this is why, you know, all my friends are younger than me because, you know, I'm just a Miyagi in their life, so... <laughs> Which, what sort of wisdom are you dispensing? I mean, I mean, I don't know if you heard me talk earlier about uh, taxes. You want to know why taxes are yellow? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the where where Evan Bullet James comes from. I mean, I don't know. That's why everybody's subscribed, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Daniel's just a great kid. I love this little little speech. Uh, and I don't know. Um. It is kind of a big thing to be like, I'm going to throw my college savings away and uh, to, to, you know, go help my friend. Um, but then again, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure if it was, it was this kind of thinking back in the 80s, but nowadays, you know, it's very easy to be like, yeah, I'm taking a, taking a year off. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm doing something that to, to help a friend and that's not a big deal. I don't need to jump into college immediately after high school. So, but uh, as we end this two minute segment, Miyagi still is not swayed. He says he doesn't think it's a good idea. Uh, and uh, I don't think it's a good idea that we go any further. We're going to save the rest of the scene for Friday. But thank you for joining us on this Wednesday, Derek. Yes, happy to. I, I can't wait to see what happens. Does he get on the plane? Don't tell me. <laughs> well, I think he's going to send him back. <laughs> go back, go to Fresno. Uh, just stop at my house. I got. I left a. There's left a loop. There's a loop. You'll see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just bought a dog, <laughs> and I expected you to take care of it. All right. Uh, so uh, you want to come back on Friday for two more Karate Kid two minutes? I think I. I think I got to find out what happens. I think I think I got to come back. All right. Uh, as for us, uh, our plugs today for uh, our email is karatekidminute at gmail.com. you got to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook group. Uh, just join the Miyagi-Do Karate Dojo Facebook group. Just search for Karate Kid Minute uh, on your social media. You should find us. And, uh, you know, except for like, I don't know what, Gab or Parler, we're not in there. But, <laughs> but the, you know, the, the main ones. Uh, and, of course, uh, if you're on uh, Apple Podcasts, you know, swing by our feed and give us a nice rating uh, and review if you're enjoying the show. If, if not, um, the, the email address I've already given you, so you can let me know. Um, all right. Well, until next time. More important than college, Mr. Meehan. 